time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for November 11th. Holidays today, it's v- it's Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to all our veterans. Thank you for your sacrifice for our country. Also, it's World Origami Day, and uh, it's also the we're celebrating 25 years of the Pain Clinic today. Even though my video is kind of freezing, so you know, but you can hear me still, right? Can hear you. All right, well, welcome to the show. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure why that's freezing, but we'll, uh, you'll have to deal with it, I guess. You know, this is an audio, recorded audio, So, uh, but welcome to the show today. Uh, let's see, it's a couple of birthdays today. It's uh, Leo Rush, he turns 29 today, and L.A. Knight is 41. Uh, so, happy birthday, L.A. Knight. Happy birthday, Leo Rush. Welcome, uh, you know... Uh, Welcome, Danger Boy, to the show. Hey, I'm the, your host, Cash Man. I'm kind of frozen. I'm there with DC Dan Cole. How are you doing this morning, DC? Just fine, Cash. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes things just, you know, it's like the, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been having like goofy problems with my computer. So, yeah, look, look at that. I, look, I kind of look like I'm frozen there. I am frozen, but Danger Boy is not. Good morning, Danger. How are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Uh, hi, uh, Danger. Cash. Yes. How many times do I have to say this? It's danger man yeah oh danger uh in you know danger's his middle name anyways so uh but danger yeah danger hey congratulations on your wedding sir bye thank you yeah it was uh it, it was uh, a week and a day ago and uh now you uh you you had to change your last name right yeah yeah but <laughs> uh, it's, it's not official yet but it's it's being worked on all right <laughs> i see you have to be paid a certain amount of money to be able to change your name or Something like that. Yeah. So while uh, Danger, uh, we are celebrating our 25th year. Technically, it's the 14th, but that would be like in the middle of the week. So we can do it this week and next week if we want. But you're going to notice my uh, picture is going to be frozen for a while. Why? I don't know. I might just go back to the uh, the logo, you know, for me at least, you know, uh, which is at least not me frozen. So, but uh, – we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, boy, I got to find a good still picture. It's going to look good. There, there's one. I'm going to leave it at that. So <laughs> welcome to the show. Anybody who's like on Facebook Live with us, thank you so much. Uh, you know, uh, I did, you know, we just kind of recognize that it, uh, it is a historic. 25 years is pretty good, you know, uh, older than some people listening to the show or have listened to the show at times, you know. Uh, you know, uh, just think about 25 years ago, how old you were. And, 
or if you were alive. But uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. i got a whole list of things to go down. Uh, I, I'll just briefly mention that uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, NXT moving. Uh, is John Cena done? Is he? Did, did, was that the last we saw of him? Uh, Iron Claw comes out uh, next month. You want to definitely catch that. A um, little bit of a turn last night on SmackDown with uh, Rey Mysterio being the, the victim. And we'll talk a little bit about the Crown Jewel results and everything. But uh, first and foremost, how's the weather down in North Carolina today, D.C.? You know, it's been very reminiscent of uh, New York weather. We were mid-80s on Thursday and then mid-50s yesterday. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I mean, yeah, we're not as lucky. It's been uh, cold here all week, uh, pretty much. Uh, Rochester, New York, uh, I think we're, you know, seeing like the high 40s. Um, but uh, none of that white stuff yet. But uh, uh, uh these uh, danger. How how is the weather where you are today? It's kind of sunny now. It looked like it was raining earlier. Uh, it was it was decent earlier. It didn't rain. It was it was overcast. So I've already uh, golfed nine holes this morning. So did you really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what possessed me to do that. I was one of two people on the golf course. It was a little chilly, but uh, I threw it pretty quick. But it, it didn't rain. It's just uh, not overly warm. Hey, we're joined by uh, Rob Sanderson now, who's uh, becoming part of the show. Rob, I'm having technical difficulties you've had in the last few weeks, so I'm probably just going to be a picture or a nice freeze shot. Maybe if I can get my mouth open even more for the next shot I take. Uh, uh, let's find well, out. good morning. Uh, I, um, uh, I that's did what not, she uh, said? I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I was just taking a still picture. So, yeah, no, I'm having some technical difficulties. So, uh, but uh, yeah, how are you doing this morning, Rob? Well, I figured showing up a couple minutes late would be the best way to honor the 25 years of the pain clinic. Um, That being said, I might need a couple minutes here before I hop back on. Um, Busy, busy morning. But uh, yeah, good morning. Happy anniversary to. Us, us, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Imagine twenty-five. It's too many years. It is. I'm, it is. To, I, I. It's amazing to still only be like twenty-three years old at this point. I know you, know. you never grew old. You have been frozen in yeah. time. I, I, I got something funny. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not, but uh, tell me if you. Uh, let's see. Uh, tell me if you can hear this uh, on the feed. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, old Tony Clifton. Yeah, on totally. this Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, this one too. Danger, my first name. Danger. And this one. Danger is my middle name. Okay. And uh, of course, my favorite is the Spirit Squad. Shit, she. There we go. <laughs> there. You might remember on the show, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, we were probably still doing it. We had a little drops whenever we would uh, go through everybody on the show. DC, I don't think we ever got one for you, did we? No, I, I never got a drop. We had, wow. uh, we had, we had, we had, like, we had, I had found a Joe C had one. So, I mean, I'm surprised. This is Joe C's. And then there's this one. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? Murphy. <laughs> that was Murphs. All right. So we used to, in the, the olden days when we used to have fun doing all those uh, little drops as we started the show. But 
Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about role of, uh, really pro wrestling. And if you guys have anything in the chat room you want to say, I'm I'm following along. Doctor Love, where's Doc? Doc Love did send us a nice message this morning, wishing us best of luck. Uh, and you know to to me and the pain clinic gang. So uh, cool, you know we appreciate that immensely. But uh, uh, with my frozen shots, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Got to figure this out for next week. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk, uh, I want to talk off right off the bat, <clears throat> the big news NXT did this midweek going to CW. NXT will be starting in CW next next year. Yeah, next year. And um, very interesting news by that because uh, supposedly uh, NWA Power was supposed to be going to CW next year as well and then we talked last week about this little bit they did on their pay-per-view with uh, uh with uh, reverend james mitchell uh cutting up something on a table and everyone snorting something and uh that went through like wildfire we talked about it a little bit last week of course and how you know how it was like uh not very smart of them to do that uh danger you weren't here last week and you know what i'm talking about right no, absolutely. What you're talking about uh, is stuff that we don't have up here currently. A little bit of snow on the table, yeah. something like that. Something like that. <laughs> but so I heard, I saw the most interesting thing from Mike Johnson yesterday uh, from PW Insider, where he said he has never heard that there was an actual deal for NWA, that that was just a rumor that uh, they were talking about Billy Corgan's reality show he's trying to pitch, but that, that he may have dropped NWA at one point. The CW never agreed to pick them up, and they were never going to be on CW. Really? Okay. And that the NXT thing has been in the works for a while. Okay, I was going to say even if they even if they uh, they were, I mean, I you can't imagine they would do something like they did on pay per view, uh, and still expect you know uh, a family hour type show on the CW network. I mean. Uh, you know, a lot of people said that may have been any sort of close the door on anything that might have happened with them. And, you know, and then listen, okay. CW is a bunch of independents. So it could have been like kind of like uh, Ring of Honor. You know, how Ring of Honor was on all the, uh, uh, what was the company's name? All their TV stations. Sinclair. Sinclair stations. And it wasn't really like syndicated at any particular time. It just showed up in all the free spaces when they weren't asked, you know, they weren't running infomercials. So, uh, um, so I, the, the whole thing about that angle of note, what did it accomplish? You know, there's all this talk that Billy Corgan was pushing it to, to happen. And it was, you know, it's something he was big and fond of. It got no one over. It does absolutely nothing for nobody. And it ends up hurting him in the end. I have no idea why that was a thing. I don't know either. DC, I mean, we were dumbfounded by it last week. You know, it was, I don't, you know, but. Right. It was cer certainly, certainly questionable, especially now in hindsight, whether or not they had a deal or not in place. Um, yeah, uh, I, I believe that stuff kind of had its run in wrestling. So even even the reference is a bit outdated. Seriously. No, you're, you're right. You know, it's like, you know, if they were like in the back room playing video games, that would be more more apropos to the current climate of wrestling yeah watch watch <laughs> some guys playing games chasing the dragon <laughs> yeah 
something like that. So uh, yeah, but now so now it's official that uh, NXT is moving to CW. What does that mean for NXT? Now listen, NXT has always been treated like the feeder league, even though it's been on an even platform as everything else, pretty much in WWE this past couple of years. Is it good, bad, indifferent? What do you think, Danger? Well, it's it's an over-the-air network, so that helps some people. But at the same time, they got 70% more for the TV rights than they were getting from USA. So it's a big win-win for them. Uh, they don't care who watches it now. They're getting paid a, a pretty good dime to uh, to throw that on TV. They're getting almost as much as Dynamite's making right now in their current deal for these NXT shows next year. Wow. And it's it's... It, it is what it is. It's it's their third league, and they're making that much money off of it. Good for them. It's a long term deal, too, right? It's a. I believe so. I, I think, think it's, it, I think they do their rights in five years, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. So wow, that's uh, that's incredible. Uh, so I, I just find it amazing that you know it's kind of breaking up the uh, NBC USA type of uh, deal because not only that, mostly with uh, with SmackDown coming to. USA, they said they won't be able to afford Monday Night Raw. And so Monday Night Raw has been floated around about where Monday Night Raw might be going. And now it's, there's heavily, people are heavily thinking that FX is going to be picking up Monday Night Raw, not on Monday, uh, which is interesting into itself. I guess you couldn't call it Monday Night Raw anymore. It'd be like Raw, I guess. But uh, it well, was, is it even officially called Monday Night Raw right now? I'm not. I'm trying to remember. Is it Monday Night Raw? And they always welcome us to Monday. I Night feel like Raw. they just call it Raw. Yeah. Monday Night Rollins. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's a Monday Night Mommy T-shirt, but yeah. I, I yeah, the logo is usually just Raw. Yeah. So, it, if it's true, if there's any truth behind that, and it does go to the uh, to FX, which is probably not as is uh, not as available as USA is on a lot of cable networks. So, so I actually there was uh, news on that that came out this week that it is not as viewed as USA. But if you took Raw off USA, the numbers between FX and USA are pretty much the same. Okay, and FX does have some good stuff. They show movies. You know, they they you know it's not a bad channel. Um, it's when we, you know, remember when they were having that big dispute and they decided to shut down all the channels on on Spectrum when they were having an argument with uh, the people who own FX and FX, they had the message up on the thing for a while. And then we lost FXX, which was FX squared, I guess, or FXX. Uh, but, it, I mean, it, nothing's written in stone about that. That's for sure. Uh, you know, and who knows? I mean, you know, like WWE is playing the, like I said, you know they're they're uh, in, they're under the insistence that since they spent so much two what two hundred and eighty seven million dollars a year for SmackDown that they probably won't, they won't be able to afford Raw and so they'll they'll lose that Monday night thing. But remember SmackDown and Raw were on USA at the same time for many many yeah, many they years. Were, they weren't making as much money off the TV rights as they are now though. They were it was it was a Thursday night SmackDown I think it was uh and they, yeah. didn't, they didn't go to Friday until they went to uh, out to. Uh, Fox. So uh, there's a lot of shakeup going on with that. Uh, you know, um, still same things going on with uh, AEW and their contract negotiations. Um, I wish I could get mine to show up, uh, my camera not to freeze it. And every time I move, 
But uh, I, I probably was playing with something last week when I was having that buzzing in my ear, so it probably has something to do with that. Remember last week when I told you I was hearing buzzing? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, well, who knows? We'll figure it out before next week. But, you know, why not 25 years of technical gafoos and gaffes and everything, you know? Uh, so, um, Rob, nice to see you. We can finally get to see you. How are you doing this morning? I'm I'm here. You're um, <laughs> yeah. So just is it is it is it next Friday's ESW? Yes. Okay. Yeah, which I can't believe is only six nights away now. But um, yep, just uh, just announced Heath versus Crazy Steve uh, for that show, and I know there's a couple more announcements coming. Um, but it's basically the WrestleMania of the year for ESW. So um, always a really Really good time at Wrestle Bash. This being the thirteenth edition of it, so sure, sure. Seven o'clock Friday night, Riverworks. I suggest attendance, or I—I I mean, it hasn't been announced yet, but uh, it's a live stream on IWTV that we'll be calling. So, um, put that out there. So beautiful. You can you can watch it from home, or you can watch it on demand later, stuff like that too. So you can go there too, right? You can definitely go to the show. Yep. <laughs> yeah, ticket. Uh, all the, I don't know if there's balcony seats left, but the first couple rows, they're all sold out, but there's still GA seats. So obviously, I mean, that, that building, you could fit a lot of GA seats. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So yeah, I knew that was coming up and I noticed that, uh, and yeah, look at that. They got, you know, a bunch of uh, guys of working with impact as well coming and, you know, who knows? It always seems to be surprises around that, those shows still too. So yeah, they're probably and a steel cage match main event for the heavyweight title, which is really the, um, I don't know. It's like there's been a feud really extra heated up between Kevin Bennett and Vince Valor that's uh that's really picked up in the last I mean two years really. Um that's finally they're finally going one on one inside the cage for the for the heavyweight title on Friday night. So looking forward to that one because that's gonna be a war. Very very cool. Uh, very. You have any thought? Uh, we we were talking about when we started the show. I don't know if you. I I don't know if you heard or not. We were talking about how NXT is moving to CW, and then uh, I brought up that. Uh, remember, we talked last week about NWA Power possibly moving to CW until maybe that video that we saw last week of. Uh, Reverend James Mitchell and a bunch of girls uh, enjoying snow, <laughs> we'll say. Mm -hmm. And then D Danger came out and said that there really was never anything scheduled or set up to. It was a lot of hearsay. Yeah, it, so. I, there's. I'll be honest. Uh, like these last couple of weeks, there's so much. I don't know uh, misinformation out there in the wrestling world and stuff. Um, that like with with that whole situation, I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. Like what like. Had Billy Corgan been talking with CW? Were they going to be on the app only? Um, did they have the potential to do syndicated uh, and it wasn't signed yet? I mean, obviously, I, I agree with what was said about the, um, you know, like this WWE deal wasn't something that like just popped up out of nowhere. Um, so I don't know how much that impacted it. But I mean, looking to the responses, I mean, even from, let me put, even from wrestlers that were around in the 80s. We're talking about this this week, um, who certainly they probably witness things like this off screen more than the current era or whatever. Um, yeah. They never saw anything like this in wrestling. Yeah, not like in the crowd. Just, just, like, <laughs> you know, are you trying to kill your own company? 
Um, and that's, I mean, there are reports that it was all Billy's idea as well, but um, I'll just maintain that, you know, it's a place where some people get work and experience and I don't, you know, want to see places for wrestlers to work and maybe make some money go away. But I mean, if I've got to pick one to go away, it's that one. So I, I can't watch their product. Their product sucks. Um, well, everybody seems, the, everyone seems to want to leave too, you know, they, uh, yeah. It, I mean, between this and then having, let's be honest, in a mobile Tyrus is your heavyweight champion for the longest time. Um, they, they have really long hiatuses sometimes between their shows. Like, it's just not, there's so much to try to clean up there that I just, I don't, it's one of these situations that I feel like where somebody who didn't build a company is destroying its legacy, whether intentionally or not. I'm not saying that Billy Corgan is Elon Musk, but <laughs> like this is the NWA has such a history and the current NWA is not doing justice to like when people think about the NWA, hopefully nobody thinks about this current era of the NWA. Like whether that's now or in the future, because it's just it's a joke. Um, and for them to do that kind of spot, like that's not something we talked about it last week. It's not something you saw in the Attitude Era or anything else. Like I just, you know, it got everybody talking and everybody's still talking. So they might be happy with it. But, you know, if it did cost them a TV deal or a future TV deal or stop negotiations or whatever, like, well, you did this to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it may have, you know, curtailed anything else with other people too. So uh, maybe they should just stop for a while then, you know? I don't know. Danger, by the way, I just noticed your name says Danger Pants. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, that finally became official. He's Danger Pants. All right. <laughs> that sounds sounds kind of like a double entendre style but nevertheless uh let's uh yeah i uh it's it, it's uh it's definitely one of those things people have been talking about especially after uh, the the announcement of NXT and uh uh and and then that also kind of with the announcement of NXT makes you think that maybe there's truth behind uh USA not being able to afford all these other WWE shows once smackdown starts because they're paying so much money for smackdown you know, they've already, NXT's already picked a new home, and now in Raw, they're, you know, contemplating going to FX. We'll see. We'll definitely see um, some, you know, one thing I want. Well, I do think that there's, I mean, for WWE side of things, like currently having their product on USA and on Fox, like it, it helps because you're getting exposure on multiple networks, completely different companies, um, all the cross promotion, stuff like that like all the times that SmackDown has been mentioned on NFL games on Fox and things like that. So I think there's still like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, USA shouldn't have everything. Um, I feel like it's, it's best for everybody to, to let WWE find something different for, uh, for raw, but they might end up with it. I don't know. I mean, NXT, I, it's good for them that, you know, NXT is going to still be on actual television and not just moving to streaming. Um, hopefully the thought process of Raw going streaming is nothing more than people just saying like, oh, well, that's a possibility. It shouldn't be um, like that would be awful for for Raw to do that. So um, 
I don't know. FX could work. Um, wait, that's under Disney now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fox, Disney, FX, uh, ABC. Uh, they're all yeah. Un, you know, break them up. That's it's always going to be weird to me that in, in, a a network that is FOX without the O is not with Fox at this point and now under the Mickey Mouse umbrella. But yeah, yeah, isn't it crazy? It uh, well, we will see. That's still to be determined. Uh, I do want to mention some other things. I want to go to John Cena kind of hinted heavily last week that his so if he this would be his last match with WWE that was at Crown Jewel last weekend uh and I don't know I mean obviously the SAG after a strike ended uh this week and so that means all actors are back to work uh, John Cena's got a bunch of crappy movies out there that uh <laughs> seriously uh, that you can see for free or less, you know, there's some place, uh, but uh, there's, he, he still has, I mean, he's still doing Peacemaker to the season, you know, which uh, Peacemaker was very good. Nevertheless, he said, uh, it looked like he retired at the end of that match against uh, Solo Sequoia there. Um, I mean, the way that they presented it before, after, and uh, the way Michael Cole was like, this is the last match John Cena will ever wrestle or whatever he was saying. Uh, now, I'm a realist when it comes to wrestling. I maybe this might be the last one for a while. I truly don't believe John Cena will ever be done. Uh, hopefully, he's not wrestling in the 70s like Ric Flair wants to. Uh, but uh, do you guys get that feeling? Did you see Crown Jewel at all? And is it, you know, do you, does it look like we're not going to see John Cena for a while? Anyone have a thought on that? I don't think we'll need to see John Cena for a while. They were playing he had his a, run. Yeah, were, I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be okay with them not forcing the new nickname on him that he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, so yeah. Annoying. I think I think he's he's done for now. It's a it's a see ya later, not a see ya. You know, not a goodbye. He'll be he'll be back eventually. They'll eventually, whether it's a WrestleMania or something, they'll they'll shoehorn something in there for him. And if he is done, done, they will give him the goodbye that. Uh, that yeah. he's, you know, earned as being their figurehead for 15 years. But for now, he's done. He's he's picked acting. He's making money on it. He's done some good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Blockers is one of the most underrated movies I've ever seen. It's, it's quite funny. But uh, did he need a stuntman? Did he need a stuntman? Did he need a stuntman for when they were doing that hose uh, beer? Was it called again? The, the butt chugging. Butt chugging. <laughs> yeah. That, that I that was just wrong. Sorry. No. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, listen, John Cena should get the send off like the Undertaker kind of got, even though the Undertakers, you still feel like man, he's going to come back sometime, you know. But uh, but uh, yeah, he. But the way that they sold it in the crowd, you know, he laid in the ring for a long time so that Solo Sequoia could get out of the area while he got he got his last applause as he. But they were doing the whole, the whole woe is to me build up for this match you know i haven't won a match on you know in five years or whatever it was you know and uh you know i mean i respect john cena a lot uh and i you know it's great he came back when he had you know when he couldn't work as an actor uh, and he got apparently he got special permission by sag after to come and actually do wwe even though technically i mean it's acting isn't it you know i mean you have someone writes lines for you 
You know, it's a no, no one in that company is in a union. I can almost guarantee it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's thanks to Hulk Hogan ruining it for everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> Ask Jesse Ventura that. Uh, but yeah, so I, I is he? Yeah, is he done? He's done for now, but not forever. But I have a feeling we're not going to see him for a while. You know, I remember last year he got the match on the last day of the year because he hadn't had a match in the whole year. And so, and they had that last SmackDown at the end of the year where he had a match so that he could like keep his streak going or whatever. Uh, maybe that'll happen next year too. Who knows? But I, it just, you know, it just really felt like a finality when he, when they, you know, the way Michael Cole was talking it up the whole match and everything. And do you guys, what'd you guys think of crown jewel? Did you watch anyone watch it? I did. I kind of watched it. I was watching it and uh, it's a busy day that Saturday because we had that house show in Rochester that day. And we had the uh, crown jewel that, that morning or whatever at one o'clock. And I think the only thing of significance in that was that uh, Logan Paul took Ray Mysterio's belt uh, after uh, Escobar neg- negated to take the Nucks away from the ring. And by the way, the best thing I saw in SmackDown last night was was Carlito go, going, don't you watch the show? Didn't you see what happened last week? You know, it's like, it was in the middle of his promo. It was very, very funny because Escobar left the Nucks on the side of the ring when he could have taken them, and then uh, Logan Paul used them and you know won the belt and everything. Um, but anyone have any thoughts on the crown jewel last weekend, besides the fact that it felt like just a big house show to me, it looked like a smaller arena too. That's for sure. I think they said that one fit like 13,000 or something like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't one of their big soccer stadiums or or football stadiums or whatever they call it over there. Yeah. But it, it, it is a big house show. They get paid $50 million to put on this show to sports wash everybody into thinking Saudi Arabia is a decent place. And uh, the only issue seems that people seem to have is Logan Paul having the belt. And I have no issue with it because the guy can go and he gets heat. And if he's, if he's truthful about what he's going to do, which is retire from boxing and he's going to go try to wrestle more towards a full-time schedule, I'm fine with it. His photo shoot with the, the U S title this week got so much publicity on his Instagram because he has so many more followers than people that watch wrestling yeah. that it's not even funny. So if he brings something over with him, that's great. The guy also saved Ray Mysterio's life during the match. So I saw that. And it's like, and you know, you think a guy like Logan Paul, not being a veteran wrestler, you know, would know to snatch up Ray before he lands on his head, but he did. I, I mean, I, I, I was impressed. Either you guys catch any of that Rob or DC. I, I, I tend to avoid the Saudi shows. I understand. You know, for yeah, reasons I, I read about what happens. I saw. <laughs> mm, I saw about one match worth of the show, um, which was mainly that that women's five way. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't care about the Saudi shows. I uh, hopefully Logan Paul is actually going to be showing up uh, if he's a champion. Um, because there's too many part-time champions in wrestling uh, right now. Um, I don't know. I, I, to me, it just felt like a show they had to get through because you knew L.A. Knight was not going to be taking the title. Um, so I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have much interest in. Yeah, I and I felt that before the show ever started. I felt that we're we're not going to see a title change. It's uh, 
you know uh and i i mean in terms of the cena match too like good on all of these legends for constantly putting over the young guys in wrestling these days in every company i almost feel like we're getting into too much of it where it doesn't mean as much and and all this stuff but like yeah like cena shouldn't retire officially because he's still pretty young and he can still certainly come back here and there and make appearances and stuff but i mean also if you want to talk about legacies and stuff like the matches he's putting together now are not he's not somebody that i figured would have fallen off so much in the ring um still being fairly young and not too far from move removed from it and still in good shape and all that kind of stuff but um i didn't care a ton for his matches before i really don't care about them now you know so. i was going to mention that it was a sloppy match and i thought maybe it was sequoia that was the sloppy one of the two they, there's just a couple things in the match like there was a, uh, a cross body block catch that kind of slipped you know and there was a couple things that were going on that just it looked you know and obviously Maybe John Cena's like, you know, I just can't put the time in like I did before. So, uh, you know, this is the best I'm going to do, and I'm going to say goodbye for a while, you know. And, you know, kudos to him. Well, and, and the one thing, too, to mention from that show is that uh, that springboard move, whatever, that Ray was doing uh, to Logan Paul, that Logan Paul got all this credit for, like, catching him, saving Ray Mysterio's yeah. life. So good on Logan Paul for the way that he – caught ray and helped avoid disaster there but i also like nobody's talking about the side of things of like logan probably shouldn't have been as far away as he was in that moment too um so it's a good thing saving that... his life is the least he could do for not being in his correct <laughs> and it looked like ray yeah. had actually had his hands down too so like preparing yeah. for something yeah. so it definitely but he got a little blown out of proportion in terms of like oh my god logan paul saved a life like well i mean it could have been worse if he didn't fix that issue and it wasn't all on ray and like you said ray was ray's been around a long time and he knows to get his hands there and stuff like not to say that he would have been able to completely avoid a bad situation or whatever but um i don't know i just thought there was too much being made about this yeah. week well i mean i did see they isolated it and it was all over twitter so just that little that little hop he did at the end there to pick him up as his head was going down so it was a good move i mean because it wasn't almost like a like a partial split or whatever like as he was going down yeah, and Ren, I mean, Ren, it, it was a good save rennie actually yeah. said that stevie richards did a video clip talking about logan being out of position so okay there yeah, you go yeah so. yeah stevie stevie does some really i i don't agree with a hundred percent of everything stevie says these days but a lot of what he does with his youtube channel and breaking down moves and stuff is really really interesting stuff so um glad to hear that because he knows what he's talking about he definitely does so that was uh so that was pretty much all i mean he is yeah. doctor right dr stevie right yeah dr That's stevie legitimate. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, he also, I believe, is a official trainer for DDP Yoga. So uh, uh, I think he was. Oh, he was. He had a he had a really scary uh, medical situation that he's still kind of recovering from. Oh gosh, where, he did, I mean, he, he got, couldn't walk or he, anything. He freaking so. broke his neck in the middle of a match uh, with Terry Funk there, uh, spinning that, hitting him with that freaking uh, bicycle rack, spinning or whatever. Remember Danger? Yeah, that was in Buffalo. Yeah. It was nasty. Uh, so, uh, moving on to other things. Uh, yeah, so that was Crown Jewel. 
last night I mentioned uh, Escobar turning on Ray, uh, with you know, and it kind of happened slowly during the night. Maybe that's the whole purpose of last night's SmackDown because it started early and then it happened during the match, you know, later. Um, and the way Carlito called him out by saying, "Don't any of you watch this?" At you know. <laughs> It was obvious. I watched last week's show, you know, it was like, uh, so it, uh, I, you know, I knew that you knew that was happening. You know, they were, they, they had cracks in it, kind of like the cracks with, uh, Drew McIntyre, who we haven't seen. We didn't see it all this week after losing him, losing to Seth Rollins at crown. He was, he was there for 30 seconds. He drove up and then she asked him, he was asked a question by the female interviewer and then he left. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's funny is because his contract. I want that work schedule. Yeah. 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 I'm not coming tonight. You know, uh, it's funny. I'll uh, be there for 30 seconds. That's all you get. It's interesting that there's been a lot of rumors about him and his contract extension and how his contract's supposed to run out in April of next year, I think, and that he hasn't re-signed yet officially. I kind of believe that, you know, but uh, uh, not that that would affect, you know, I mean, he just doesn't feel like he's being used right anyways in the company, um, which I don't know. I've, I, you know, it's a tough, it's tough to say that because he was the guy I felt terrible for him because he was the champ during COVID shutdown and, you know, and, the, and he never really got a chance to tour the, you know, tour around being the champ, you know, pretty much he was in Orlando the whole time he was champ and then lost it the first match when they in front of people when they allowed him to start having people again you know which was that wrestlemania thing they did uh, two days of it or whatever but uh i feel what do you guys have any thoughts on drew mcintyre is there any truth behind him like you know probably shang leaving saying see you later going to someplace else who knows where he would go AEW. i, I mean he's not the he he's, should. Not, he's not your atypical AEW wrestler though you know i don't uh, think he I don't think he intends to leave the company. I think he wants to get paid what he wants to get paid, though. So that's that's what he's holding out for. And it's it's the first time any of these contracts are being negotiated under TKO. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen. We already see they're screwing Vince, so that's a good thing. But on the other there hand, we, we don't know how it's going to happen with the wrestlers. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Why not? What's, what's that phrase, Artis, that the kids say? Well, uh, what goes it? around comes around Karma? or uh, yeah. YOLO or cap or what? I don't know. There's a lot of yeet, yeet, yeet. It's yeet. Oh, yeah. I used that in a hockey goal call once. Yeet. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, you meant, you mentioned that Did somebody uh, yeet the puck <laughs> yeets it into the back of the net. Oh, it was a goal my. call in Odessa, Texas, the worst city on earth. Yeah. I mean, if the player's name is yeet, yeah, I can see it, you know, but, uh, so it wasn't, but it was a player who definitely used that word in real life. Oh so. my goodness! So we're talking. We're talking. Uh, you know, we mentioned Vince McMahon kind of getting. Uh, he's on the. We talked about how they had like kind of taken away his power with uh, TKO now since they uh, uh, since since the last SEC filing where they had special mentions of him uh, in the in the uh, SEC filing about because they had to. Because they brought him back after he had already stepped down because of SEC issues, and so they had to prominently display that. And then, they, and so they kind of took his power away from in WWE. He's not coming around. He's not coming around and uh, making changes on Mondays or anything anymore. And he apparently sold off uh, eight point four million dollars of his stock this past week. Not that I don't know. If no, they no. Have, 
No, eight point four million, million shares. Share eight point. Yeah. Oh, sorry, eight point four million shares. So it's a lot more than they, that in dollars. That's for sure. But apparently, it's an amount that that alone would not change his status um, as whatever his job title is at this point. Yeah. I don't know. That's what that's what I'd heard with that. Is like he he would have to sell even more shares to lose the majority part that keeps him with some kind of position as opposed to just being a shareholder. Okay. So, but uh, they, they kind of like uh, have kind of excluded him from the product, uh, from the creative end of the product, which nobody has a problem with. I don't think, but well, they, they took him out of creative. They told him, or they put it, said his job was going to be negotiating the TV deals, which are almost done. They just got to sign off raw. And then he's like, they're listing him as a risk factor in their quarterly report that his, that, I mean, he's still facing SEC investigation. He's not free and clear from using company money to pay off these, uh, NDAs. these allegations. Yeah. 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 So he, I mean, that was 30% of his stock he sold off, uh, or he's selling off and, you know, some of it's going to Ari Emanuel, some of it's going to, you know, the company's buying it back and there's going to be some release to the general public, but you have to wonder how long it's going to be. And being the position he is, they had to, that's what the original SEC stuff was, was that he was going to, he wanted to be able to sell his stocks, his stock shares off. Cause normally as a, uh, as a member of the board, he wouldn't be able to do so for a certain period of time after the company became, you know, a legal entity. And we're not in that period of time yet where he would be able to, unless they had made special mention of it. So you have to wonder if Vince is seeing the writing on the wall because he is definitely, he got played through this whole deal. He thought he was getting put right back into power and he was going to be doing everything like he was and they aren't going to use him. He's done. Yeah. And I, I, apparently there's not a lot of, is, people- it, is it too much to ask that he gets a future endeavor letter? <laughs> we could write one up for him and mail it to him. <laughs> I we wish you no luck in future. I saw, endeavors. I saw triple H had, had, had uh, commented on this and, and it was and he said, it's not a bad thing, you know, and now he's triple H has got like 99% of the creative control in his hand, something like that. Uh, which, which he well, did. it's not necessarily a bad thing too, if you're triple H, because I mean, if Vince is selling off what ends up being about $700 million in shares and you're his son-in-law, I mean, like there's some money that he's probably going to inherit through that too. So that's a, that's a decent, I mean, you can't fit $700 million in your wallet. I wonder what that hurts. Really I wonder if that hurts family relations at all. You know, uh, because Triple H is still in charge, you know, I mean, and yeah, you know, I have a feeling uh, that, I mean, that is behind the scenes of very separated family. Yeah. When you, when, you, when you talk about that family and stuff, I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, it was me, Austin, it was me all along, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff over the years. I feel like this would be the least of their problems. There's there's some stuff with the attitude error they probably have to apologize for to each other for. So. <laughs> sure, sure. Ask uh, Linda, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that we, have to find we shot out. I don't know first. if anybody saw it. Uh, Gregory Iron and his girlfriend did uh, their Halloween costume was Greg dressed up. Um, Greg will be on the SW show Friday, dressed up as comatose Linda McMahon in the wheelchair being pushed by Trish Stratus, uh, who his girlfriend dressed up as. It was the most creative 
random out of nowhere Halloween costume I think I've ever seen. Um, so he totally won in my book. I'll have to find the picture of that. It's almost almost as good as Cardona coming out in the uh, black head to toe Vince with the fanny pack on. Uh, and the, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good though. Yeah, <laughs> ECW champ Vince. Yeah, ECW champ Vincent oh, Vincent McMahon yeah. with that fanny pack. On. Old school. So, yeah. Okay, cool. We uh, we just covered a bunch. So, I mentioned Escobar turning on Ray. Okay. I've only, I only see the rumors start. I, I only wrote him down when I see it more than once. Last week on the way that uh, AEW Dynamite ended with the uh, devil-masked person beating up the acclaimed with uh, his crew – and because uh, oh, no. Owens got thrown through the glass, the and the glass shattered. It was it was wrestler glass or Hollywood glass. A lot of people are saying that this is another cl- huge clue that uh, is CM Punk behind the mask uh, of the devil. Now we talked about it a little bit last week. I know that danger you weren't here. Uh, we, you know, and I've always brought up the last couple of weeks, you know, who is the devil, you know, uh, is, does that, is that anything besides, I, I mean, I know AEW does things for the marks for the, the, the internet marks that right there was something done for the internet marks, uh, uh, possibilities of it being CM Punk. I think it's more possible. It's the other guy that no one wants it to be, which is, which is jungle Jack. <laughs> I've heard that rumor floated, and if that's the case, it is going to be the biggest letdown for for everybody. I'd rather have it be Punk if that's the other alternative. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe Tony will come out and make and and have a special message to do. It's funny is that they when they it was me MJF. <laughs> it's Tony. It was it's, me it's, all along. It's Tony. That's what they said. It was compared it to the who was the the higher leader or whatever. You know, um, that 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 said, you know, but. You know, Jungle Jack, it would make sense. It would make sense just because it was the Hollywood glass that was the thing, you know, and the car windshield, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't want to see. I But, I, but I've been following this since Wednesday, and people have been, like, going, this is obvious. It's obvious, you know, even though, you know, Punk is talking with other people still about other going other places as well. Yeah, I remember Punk's going to be at Survivor Series. He'll be at Full Gear. Yeah, <laughs> probably going to show show up at Impact. I mean, he just commented on Grayson Waller's picture of him doing commentary and using a direct CM Punk quote on Instagram yesterday. So he's playing along with everybody too. I don't think he's going to do anything, but he's getting a good laugh out of being able to to play with people. I mean, he does the the commentary for MMA with the one guy's wearing a WWE uh, suit jacket. Just they're just messing with everybody. God, I hope it's not Jack Perry. I didn't even think. For the record, I do not think it's Punk. Okay. I do not want Punk back. That having been said, in the off chance it is Punk, it will be the most incredible thing, twist, turn, storyline a promotion has pulled off in quite some time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It. uh, I would agree, and uh, you know. It makes you wonder, you know, when Tony did the public firing on TV, 
you know, a lot of times they would WWE was complaining. All the guys were like, "Well, that's the kind of thing that's all done behind the doors, and we never, no one ever talks about it until we see the endeavors and stuff like that." But Tony Khan went on TV and did it in front of everybody, showcase it. So yeah, uh, but there's a difference in doing that to somebody that's hardly utilized versus a guy you had carrying around your world championship. True, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, true. You know, uh, yeah, I'm hoping you know who knows, but uh, if you like, you said it could be it could be the you know the biggest swerve since uh, Steve Austin went heel at WrestleMania what's uh, 17 in Houston. Yeah, that worked out real well too. Yeah, poor Steve Austin lost all that money in merchandising, you know. Uh, but uh, you never know, you know. Yeah, I'm sure he's hurting. I'm sure he's he's just hurting for money at this point. Yeah, no, I, I mean he's been quiet lately. So yeah, true, true. So I just wanted to throw that out there because that you know that's you know it's gonna it's gonna keep in you know you know I think truly a, a really good answer would be that it's Adam Cole and he's never hurt. You know, and uh, and they they were pulling one over on us the whole time with that, um, except for the fact that would also be incredible. Yeah, except for the fact that that devil showed up in the same episode he got hurt, so it was like, uh, or you know, but maybe he didn't get hurt. You know, I'm just I all I'm going to say is with with that scenario and with that other guy that you were talking about. Yeah. Either way, if 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 those either of those ended up being the case, which I I believe that Adam Cole is legitimately hurt, and I don't think that other guy is going to pop back up. Um you're gonna get a lot of praise for working people. You're also gonna upset a lot of uh and not even just like fans and stuff, but you're gonna upset a lot of people in your in your own locker room um by doing something like that. Um if if it is that elaborate of a work out there, it's not an entirely, it wouldn't be an entirely positive thing. And if you think about it, like there were plenty of people that liked that Chicago guy uh, as, you know, plenty of fans that liked him that have now turned on him because AEW kind of exposed what he was doing or whatever the case is and stuff that these people might not want to, see him pop back up or whatever i i don't know um i just don't i don't think i think there's so many scenarios out there right now that are like these like wild ideas that when it turns out to just be like a hurt adam cole or something like that it's going to seem like a disappointment to a lot of people but um i don't think it's anything crazy lab but i i agree like jack perry uh i i'm not i've never been a huge fan of his and i just don't think it would i don't think he can pull off that kind of character um but i i I don't know my my thought is that it's still it's still just adam cole and who did have surgery but we'll see okay well you know i mean can they drag this out nine months you know with this well hopefully whatever they do with the you know whether he teams with joe or whatever that like hopefully he at least uh mgf drops the tag belts in a week yeah we'll know um, that i mean that and, and it could i mean easily that could mean that he ends up reluctantly teaming with joe and then joe ends up costing him the match and the titles and then 
MJF defends against Joe at World's End in December, and then it kind of just keeps stretching things out. The and the problem with this is that if you have this whole MJF Adam Cole the eventual match or rematch in mind is like what you're slowly building to, then nobody's going to believe that MJF could lose the belt before them. And so you're going to go through all of these matches uh, where it's like, well, of course MJF's going to retain. And I just don't know if that's something that you can keep doing for a very long time. Um, nobody thinks Jay White's going to actually win. I hope he would, but it's not going to happen. I would be in favor of him, like of MJF dropping the title and then getting it back before Adam Cole is ready to wrestle. And then you still go that route. But um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like the idea of like, I want challengers for titles to always seem like they actually have a chance. And I don't feel that way with Jay White. I didn't feel that way with Daniel Garcia. I didn't feel that way with Jay Uso. I didn't feel that way with LA Knight. Like, there's there's so much of that going on these days where it's like, oh, I, I guess this is for the title, but we know who's gonna we know who's gonna win. What about uh, MJF uh, contract coming up this year? I mean, w- could Adam Cole make it back before the 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 contract? You know, there's yeah. I it, we talked last week. We think that he's already signed, and it's just a they're just using that as like a a uh an angle or something you know to you know uh say that he's still you know a free he'll be a free agent when his contract runs out which he probably won't be but a lot you know i mean but there's a lot of belief in that the the wwe definitely would be interested in him if he was available so but that would also fall before probably adam cole's back if he had legit surgery you know he would not be you know he would not make it back before that contract came up so um, it's just interesting to see where it goes, and if he does lose it before they, you know, they they get him before Adam Cole is back, uh, I don't know. It's like how do you stretch out? You know, I feel terrible. That's one thing I always feel terrible for Tony Khan is he gets these great ideas for for angles and stuff, and then people get hurt. You know, I mean, or like when he first brought Punk in, Punk won the title, and then he got hurt. You know, be, you know, the first two days after he won the title, and then you know. Uh, it's happened a few times, you know, Cody got hurt too. Remember Cody, they took the belt off of him because he was concussed or had COVID or something. Had I COVID think. for a week. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and they took the belt off of him. I'm still trying least, to figure out the, we're not dealing with interim stuff anymore. Yeah. I'm. Still, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's so many, all these different parallels and stuff. Are we going to end up with MJF beats Samoa Joe on Long Island on December 30th? And then his contract is up the next day. I'm like, oh, is MJF going to show up in Newark on Dynamite at the first show of the year? Or is he gone? Like, we've seen that before. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. So, there's there's a lot of mystery and intrigue going on with that, that whole angle as well. And uh, I guess it's still to be seen. If they keep dropping these hints that it could be somebody in particular – I mean, all we get right now is just the mask at the end of every, you know, beat down that happens. But this time, this last time, it just happens to be the acclaim was thrown through some glass. So everyone kind of like glass. Hmm. You know, is that a hint? So I don't know. But uh, so let's talk about something else before we get out. We still got the Iron Claws coming out December 22nd. You don't want to miss that. They did a lot of press this past week. I saw from uh, Zach Afron. 
who uh, plays Kerry Von Erich. Uh, Kevin. Uh, He's Kevin. Kevin Von Erich. So uh, is that, uh, the, uh, this is the high school musical uh, star, Zach Efron. And uh, he talked a lot about how when he was a kid, his parents wouldn't let him watch wrestling. So he's loving doing this stuff. He's loving doing, you know, you know, learning how to, you know, do Hollywood wrestling and stuff like that. And uh, they had the, the, uh, they had the premiere screening in Dallas this past week where there were a lot of people were showing up and it's going to be nationwide December 22nd. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss it. I mean, if the uh, pre- feel good Christmas movie. I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why'd you have like the heart story too, or something after that? Or no, what's, what's another family that had, terrible things happen you know no, nothing's gonna top the bon eric so no no it's true and the uh the company was it a24 who made the movie 24 yeah yeah they 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 make uh like some very cutting edge stuff and so you definitely do not want to miss that but they're out promoting it like crazy i wouldn't be surprised at all if you saw something on on aw as we get closer to the premiere where maybe some of those people might show up or on wwe as well because the Von Erichs are, uh, they're, you know, they're uh, Hall of Famers, I believe, in the WWE. I think they, I think they won. Oh, MJF's in the movie. MJF, yes, he is. He plays uh, one of the Von Erichs as well. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he plays the fake Von Erich. Yeah, he the one who wasn't the real brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cousin Lance or whatever it was. Yeah, the that new one that came out of nowhere that was still kind of big and muscular, you know. Um, so the, you definitely want to check that out. I'm going to go through some news pieces before we get out of here today. Uh, that uh, we sh- things we should probably should just talk on a little bit. Uh, I did talk about, uh, uh, you know, of course, the big news this past week, NXT going to the CW. Uh, they're going to start in October of 2024. So you get till that till then you'll be on USA. Uh, let's see. Tetsu, Tetsuya uh, Naito had a third eye operation. He's got to wear the, the patch on his eye for a while there, uh, to improve. Uh, he apparently has oblique palsy in his eye and he had surgery and I guess it looked, looked looking really good. So if you're a fan of Naito, Naito, uh, definitely, uh, he, he's coming back stronger than ever. So he has one more surgery, I guess, on his eye. Uh, John Cena took to social media and he had surgery this past week after that match on his, on one of his arms. Apparently he has some issues with his other arm as well, where he's going to have to have surgery on both. I think they should probably, you know, put a spot of hair on top of his head too, or something while they're doing it. Uh, you know, I, that's not nice. I know I shouldn't have said that. Uh, but, uh, he, he does have that big patch of baldness in there. I don't think he'd look bad as a bald man. Okay. That's, I'm just, you know, just saying. Uh, and WWE wrestlers Ricochet and uh, Phelan Henley both been placed on the concussion protocol after this past week. Ricochet doesn't remember much of the four-way match he did on Raw this past week. In fact, to the point where he kicked out of the finisher, and they had to kind of ad lib it after that on Monday Night Raw. Did you guys see that? Did you know he was concussed when he kicked out of that finisher? It, the spot that he did that looked really cool looked like he hit his head. I watched Raw after that had already come out that there that the the finish was botched. So I watched it with more of a critical eye, and you could tell that he wasn't he was going through the motions and doing his moves, but he didn't look like he was all there the whole time. So it sucks that he got concussed, but the end game for the whole thing ended. You know, they just got a week out of the story with the Miz going after uh, after Gunther. So 
Well, it, it works, I guess, you know, but there was, yeah. but it was supposed to be, uh, the winner was supposed to be Ivar. It was supposed to be a double pin. Oh, it was a double pin. Okay. So yeah, he, kicked yeah. so he kicked out with on uh, Ivar. Yeah. So yes, that's, so it would have led up to another match this Monday, I'm guessing as well, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, so that, that being said, if you go back and watch, you'll see that in, uh, uh, Henley, was injured during the match with Tiffany Stratton on NXT. Uh, I haven't, I have not gone back and watched that again, but, uh, uh, Carmella and, uh, Corey Graves welcomed, uh, their son, Dimitri, uh, on Wednesday, uh, after 60 hours of labor, Carmella wrote on Instagram, ouch, ouch, 60 hours. That's more than two days. So congratulations to them. Yeah. That um, math checks out. I was going to say they, yep. <laughs> yeah, two and a half days to be specific. Yeah. I was going to say that, uh, that's why we got uh, last night, Kevin Owens on commentary, uh, on, on SmackDown. And I enjoyed that. Actually, that was fun. Uh, Kevin Owens, you know, uh, reading the, top. I did not see SmackDown, but that makes me want to see some of it, uh, with him on commentary. He came out with a tie been... on. Okay. With a t-shirt and a tie. <laughs> He's always he did been say something about... on commentary. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said something about, Ray Mysterio is the only person he wouldn't turn on right before he got turned on. Exactly. And he was taught, he was actually, yeah, he was, I don't know who he was sympathizing with the heels or the faces. It was cause they kept asking him, you know, uh, during you, you just watch it. It was fun commentary. He does talk about Telestrator at one point too. So, uh, <laughs> I wonder if he drew all over his format, like he did my format with the two CW high pay-per-view when he took over commentary and started drawing, phallic shapes all over it i still have that somewhere well i would say probably (laughs) you'll like it go go back and listen to his commentary from last night um this tonight on AEW collision you're going to get sting darby allen and adam copeland uh, versus lance archer vincent and dutch you're going to get willow nightingale versus julia hart Daniel Garcia versus Andrade El Idolo. And that, by the way, Daniel Garcia match against MJF this week was great. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I, you know, I, you knew it was going to, how it was going to end, but man, it was an awesome match. It was a lot of fun. It was fun watching MJF kind of poke fun at Garcia with his own gimmick at, during the match as well. And I don't got- want to be a hypocrite because I will continue to complain about people being on wrestling on multiple shows within the same week. But if there's ever a time I'm okay with it, Garcia wrestling both MJF and Andrade in the same week is is probably it, but they could have waited a week. I was going to say, looking that, forward to watching that match. It's good that the, you know, I mean, when the people, so many people talking about how he is the future of wrestling, give him a chance, then let him be the future of wrestling. You know, I give I give him a lot of credit. He did a great job, and he'll probably do a great job tonight. We got also Roosh and Adrilistico, who recently signed it, signed an extension. Versus the workhorsemen Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake, uh, so that uh, that's got four matches tonight on uh, uh, on AEW Collision. If you're going to watch Rampage next week, you're going to get a Dragon Gate and Street fight. Uh, that is uh, yeah Hobbs, Takashita, uh, and Aussie opens Kyle Fletcher with the Machine Brian Cage versus Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Paul White. And uh, Ibushi. Uh, Isn't that on Dynamite? Is that on Dynamite? Oh, I'm sorry. Because some of those guys are wrestling on the pay-per-view I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. That's on Dynamite. Never mind. That's on Dynamite. Uh, That's that's the only match announced for Dynamite so far. I was waiting for them to go through a list of them. But, you know, they started that off with uh, 
uh, last night with yeah right Don Callis coming out and uh, and saying that he's borrowing the machine Brian Cage from Prince Nana, uh, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, so yeah, I, you're right. I apologize. That's dynamite. Uh, on uh, next week on SmackDown, you're going to get the megastar L.A. Knight going one on one against Jimmy Uso because uh, he's mad because Jimmy Uso kind of the reason why he didn't beat uh, didn't want we didn't win the title uh, on at Crown Jewel. Um, yeah, so let's see some other news. I did mention Iron Claw is going to be December 22nd. You don't want to miss that. Um, I, I kind of was kidding around with you guys when I said, you know, don't, uh, don't, if you're not going to put over someone, you know, it's probably not a good idea to, uh, you know, or it might hurt your push for a, a, any time. But when I was talking last week, you might remember I said, wow, there was only three matches on Rampage when we last week. And you know why? It's because there was actually a fourth match between, it was supposed to be t- between Commander and Metallic. And Metallic refused to put over Commander in the match. And so they took it, just took it off the show. How does that hurt you when you work for a company where you refuse to put somebody over? Uh, so normally I feel like I get annoyed by people refusing to lose. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a big like grand metal league fan or anything like that, but I feel, I don't know. Like if you're, he, he had already lost a commander on ROH. He had already lost another match on AEW. Like, I, you got to protect your stock a little bit. And if you don't have an actual contract there, uh, some kind of like job security with it or whatever, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's the biggest deal um, to be like, you're, you're really going to make me lose to this guy again and still be winless and stuff. So uh, I don't know. I mean, apparently that though, like it was supposed to, what I heard was it was always supposed to be three matches, but instead of that match, we got the, Kyle Fletcher Kanosuke Takeshita match. Okay. Yeah. Which is like a dream match. So, I mean, if I don't, if, if there's a chance of that match happening, then I hope whoever's in another match decides not to lose and their match gets scrapped because I'll watch Fletcher and Takeshita matches all day long. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, but it's still, I mean, I don't know what it tells you if you, if you you know you have a TV booked match and you decide and you don't want the result to happen and then you nix it, you know what does that leave for your longevity well, with the company? He straight yeah. up said, "If you sign me to a contract, I'll lose this match." But he wants, I mean, he gets paid based on how he's a he's a per per appearance person. He's not he doesn't have a deal with him, and he's got to make his money elsewhere as well. I I understand his point. If he's seen on TV yeah. as a loser every single time, he's not going to make any money. If he has that security has no problem losing well and a lot of that too factors in even more so with somebody like him when they are working for like some of the different like mexican promotions and stuff like that where there's a lot that goes on like with with these wrestlers who are able to work multiple places uh the same way that AEW or impact people or whatever are being allowed to work independent events there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in terms of like can this person lose can this person lose to somebody who works for a different major company, all this kind of stuff. So I'm not saying that that was like that there was a different company that was telling Metalik like, Hey, you can't do this. But I mean, it's not something that just hurts like his chances of 
you know, working more with AEW. But if he loses, I mean, that doesn't help his standing with other companies that he's trying to make money with and stuff too. So um, normally I would not like advocate for somebody who like is refusing to lose. Um, normally that's just a really annoying thing. Um, but in this situation, I kind of get where he's coming from. You ever had to they also had yeah. to say that that match originally was a four way and Lince Dorado was involved as well because of the issues with CMLL and Triple uh, A down in Mexico. They couldn't he couldn't be in the match with I think it was Metalik, so they couldn't have that match. So they went through like it was going to be a three way, and then they went down to Commander versus Metalik, and the match was yeah. just doomed not to happen. Yeah, I mean it, these are booking issues that Tony Khan's going to run into with you know booking people who work for all of these other companies because all these companies like it's it's great to see how much talent sharing or whatever goes on out there but i mean there's a lot of that stuff honestly look at uh penta kind of kicked out the other night uh on tv and he's somebody that works elsewhere too um like there's a lot of a lot of little things that go on uh like i said with with the politics of winning and losing that, you know, it is just professional wrestling, but there's, there's a lot of people who put a lot of stock and a lot of decision-making and no, you're no, you can't do this or you're not going to work for me or whatever. Like there's, there's a ton of that stuff that goes on. So, um, I mean, I, I, like I've, I've alluded to it before, but there were times in the past where I have been working on booking a show and like, well, we can't have those two two people wrestle one on one because neither one can lose. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I mean, I I I don't want to get into all of that necessarily with like some two CW stuff, but even like <laughs> going back to the final ballpark brawl uh, with uh, Corey Graves, Sterling James Keenan becoming the nat the final natural heavyweight champion in a what ended up being a three way match between him and Rikishi, Rikishi and yeah. Samoa Joe, uh, with Joe being the champion entering the match, but Joe couldn't lose and rikishi wouldn't lose and so mm, he's gonna win we gotta throw a third person into this match and he's gonna win the title by double count out and that's how the ballpark brawl comes to an end that's forever. it that was it yeah that was the very last time i think uh, it's safe to talk about that now because that was uh yeah. well it's funny that many Rikishi, years ago funny that rikishi would refuse to lose even though not working for a major company or yeah being retired it sure is pretty much it sure is yeah. yeah he didn't have a contract at that point um and he he and joe were hanging out like all day talking and like going through like family tree stuff or whatever like they literally that day realized that like they were actually able to like piece together a family tree type thing that rikishi was all like happy talking about but he still wouldn't lose to him yeah he probably said hey by the way, I'm going to screw these guys. <laughs> you know, uh, when and we... I think he, like, <laughs> I, I believe Kishi showed up in TNA like a couple weeks later for a very brief run. But um, yeah, there's just, uh, I, I think a lot of fans just don't realize that there's all sorts of stuff like that that goes on. And, you know, like WWE doesn't really have to deal with it as much because they have their roster and their roster doesn't work elsewhere and they get to make the decisions and, not go through those headaches but when you're looking at pretty much every other company that has some kind of talent sharing and stuff like that there are pros and cons to dealing with that so oh yeah you're not going to book a match on the indies where an impact guy and an AEW guy wrestle one-on-one -on -one and one of them loses 
Just gonna say that. Hell, you're not you're you're not gonna book an Impact guy on Impact pay per views where uh, AEW guys wrestling Impact guy and the AEW guy loses. That doesn't happen, <laughs> you know. We saw that. Uh, yeah, very interesting. I was gonna ask you if you, I know you've had even with the last two CW show. I know you had some stuff like that going on with the women that were coming, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, and uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. The uh, <laughs> the night one of that reunion, yeah. uh, what ended up being a, and th- this not the wrestler's fault whatsoever, but um, I mean, originally it was going to be Sammy Callahan defending the two CW title against Eddie Edwards. Yeah. And that was going to be a little bit of a, we got to figure this out type of thing, but they were both working impact. So that wasn't that big of a deal. Sammy got hurt and then it became... Moose? Uh, no. What ended up happening was it was booked. I think it was announced as Eddie Edwards versus Josh Alexander versus Moose. Uh, and then there were issues with trying to figure some of that stuff out. Um, also, Eddie couldn't be on night two. So if he took the belt, whatever, going too deep in that. But uh, Dalton Castle was a surprise for that match. Uh <laughs> And so he, yeah, there was all sorts of, uh, this guy can't be pinned by this guy and blah, 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 blah. And there's, yeah, it's, it's not fun to figure some it's, of that stuff out. It it's sounds a lot like, of, it sounds it's, like, a, it's a lot of mathematics. It sounds like the old Jeff Jarrett, uh, uh, uh I'm not losing, uh, stuff. Never mind. Let's go to something oh, like else. Like when he wouldn't lose to Affy at GCW. Oh. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so some other things, WWE is just weeks away from its annual Survivor Series premium live event, PLE. And it takes place in Chicago, Illinois. It's, it's going to feature war games matchup between the Judgment Day and Team Cody Rhodes. Team Cody Rhodes is going to be Cody, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso. A new report uh, state reveals that former two-time WWE champion Drew McIntyre is being considered as a fifth member of the Judgment Day in the war games. Uh, the Scottish Warriors coming off a huge loss uh, to Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel and has been hitting at heel turn for many weeks. It's been like a month or two months now they've been hinting at it. Also, um, we're going to have a women's war game matchup likely to be at, at – it hasn't been officially made yet, but it looks like with the 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 joining of Asuka with, uh, with uh, Kari Sane last night on SmackDown to be part of Bailey's team with uh, Io Sky uh, – and possibly, uh, it looks like Eosky. Oh, look at this! They, I don't think all oh, this is right when I'm reading because it's like I have a feeling it would be more Oscar, Kari Sane, and Bailey's group uh, versus a babyface group. But right now, it also has Chelsea Green and Piper Niven involved. So I don't think I have a feeling that they may not be involved in that much. But uh, but they still haven't confirmed the women's match yet either. But they're playing around with the, against Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and a couple other uh, wrestlers. So. That's right now up in the air, but they're a couple weeks away. They'll figure it out real soon. Um, uh, Bunny is no longer a member of AEW roster. The women's division star, real name Laura Dennis, uh, was removed from the AEW roster Laura page. Yeah. What's that? Laura Gilmet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah she, name. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say there's some other names too, but uh, uh, she also was uh, Allie in uh, Impact Wrestling and. Uh, uh, but cherry she, bomb back in the day cherry bomb the but, she's, but she's been the bunny since 2019 and 
she she's no longer but they weren't using her she had three matches in 2023 we're in november she had three matches this year so maybe it's wise i don't know maybe it was decided on by both of them i know i mean her husband still works for them i believe so uh yeah so this is this was what i was kind of alluding to earlier where there is so much misinformation out there on the internet specifically from people who like to create these little facebook wrestling groups that then pop up on your news feed even though you don't follow them and they report stuff as fact but they don't credit their sources and yeah. they're just copying somebody else who copied somebody else who originally got it wrong um it's out there a lot that uh butcher and blade are no longer with AEW, and that is completely false uh so uh like the situation with the bunny like she was out for a while couple different reasons and stuff and and so like it's a mutual parting of ways she's not re-signing with them um she's finished up with them door would still be open in the future whatever um but butcher and blade are still there they wrestled a a match uh wednesday in portland um so uh their contracts are not up in this calendar year so um, I don't know. There's just I, I everywhere I look on Facebook, I'm seeing people saying like Butcher and Blade are no longer with that. And literally where that started, like people were assuming it because Laura was gone because like the bunny wasn't renewed. And they're like, oh, well, the, all three of them are gone. Not necessarily because remember, she was there first before the other two. Um, but also like it's been out there where like somebody looked at the roster page and they didn't see Butcher and Blade listed under the bees. And they're like, oh, they're gone. I was like, well, actually, you got to scroll down and look under the T's for the butcher and the blade, and they're right there, and they're still there. So, yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure we're clear about that because I, it's honestly, it's it's really annoying, and it's it's not good for them out there. Like the amount of places that are reporting that they're not there anymore. Like, I kind of hope they get put on a nice TV match very soon to show everybody that they were wrong. Yeah, definitely put them on tonight, folks. You know, uh, but well, yeah. that can't happen because it's taped, unfortunately. But um, unless they did, I don't even know if they. I mean, I, I won't look at the spoilers for tonight. But I'm assuming they were not on that. But there's a lot next week, and to be nice to fit some people like them on TV, as opposed to having people who are wrestling each other at the pay per view wrestle each other in different types of matches leading into the pay-per-view well yeah and you know they you will know we're going to get more and more of yeah we always do yeah you know you're going to get confrontations and all sorts of things and segments you know and we'll see what happens but uh, the last thing piece i had was just some dates for uh next year for AEW dynamite rampage are going to be at the prudential center in newark uh in january 3rd Collision is going to be at Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina, January 6th. I for some Bojangles right now. Oh. How far are you from Bojangles, D.C.? From a, uh, a Bojangles, not the Coliseum. Five minutes. Oh, you suck. <laughs> on uh wednesday january 10th dynamite's going to be at daily's place hey we haven't been there in a while uh and the 13th collision is going to be chartway arena in norfolk virginia and all those tickets are going on sale this week sometime but they got a bunch of dates set for uh next year which is super cool and you know and who knows maybe someday we'll get a bojangles up here probably not but you never know. Uh, they, I believe they just opened or are opening some in North Jersey. So getting closer. Tell, um, me, yeah, tell and, me what your order is, Artiste, and maybe I can bring you a Christmas gift. Uh, 
I mean, uh, yeah, it's a Cajun. Uh, we're just going to go right into it on this wrestling show. Yeah, a Cajun. Uh, <laughs> the Cajun fillet. The Cajun fillet on a biscuit with a Bowberry biscuit on the side. Yeah. And not a sweet tea. Not I'm a not sweet. a sweet tea guy. No, I'm not but, either. Um, uh, Collision is in Erie uh, three weeks from today, too. If people like, if you're look, like hearing those different cities and stuff, like yeah. there is one that's pretty close. So, and I know that there are plenty of seats still available for that one. Um, but WrestleTix just put out this morning, actually, that uh, last night's show in Oakland uh, was the second biggest walk up the AEW's had all year. So, oh, good. So that's good news. Yeah. Okay. Now we're at the point where we're getting some, some really good AEW crowds and some really not good AEW crowds. And Erie is one that does not look good right now. So I think they should come back here to Rochester. It's been a while. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't it didn't help that like the second time here was not at all the like the first time was in terms of the attendance and stuff, though. I mean, all things considered, you can you can understand that a little bit. Sure. But um, yeah, it would be nice to see them come back. But Erie's pretty close. So it is. It's not that far if you want to drive. And you... plus, I, I think like the week before that. Yeah, the week before that collision is in Pittsburgh. So they're still doing stuff like kind of in the area. But, you know. Of course, coming up, we've got the unnecessary Chicago annual shows and and all those repeat shows. So get to hear those uh, CM Punk chants. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably yeah. not. Oh, all right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, whoa, DC. Yow. I don't know what's going on there. It's like magic. Uh, there we go. Uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get out of oh. here. I, want, uh, I don't think there's anything else we need to cover. I promote one more time. ESW this Friday. Friday night, ESW Wrestle Bash 13 from Buffalo Riverworks. Seven o'clock bell time. Six o'clock doors open. Uh, Heath Slater, uh, Chris Masters, uh, Crazy Steve cage match for title a four-way tag title match uh a lot going on um with that there's a three-way women's match um should be a really good show and uh tickets available um, tickets will be available at the door as well but you save a little bit if you buy them in advance uh eswtix.com uh and all the social media stuff and if you can't be there uh join myself and super beast for the live call on iwtv uh which is iwtv.live um you can watch that on their their roku and apple tv and all those different apps and stuff like that so um that is coming up on friday nights very, Should be fun. very cool okay well you guys all have a great week we're cre next week i'm guessing we're going to be promoting uh full gear uh with a uh, the pay-per-view AEW pay-per-view next weekend. And then, uh, the weekend after that, it's of course survivor series, but we got Thanksgiving coming up and, uh, we're going to get out of here. You can listen to all our old shows on, uh, the painclinic.net go, or, you know, you can be a subscriber to us on iTunes. You know, we don't get any money for it, but it's a place to find the show. We will see you same time, same place next week. We'll see you later. Body slam. Somebody you love.